This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. All right, welcome to the Clydesdale. Today I will be uh, taking on as host while Scott's sitting in the background producing, and we've got Kat here with us. And today on the show, Dallin Pepper. Welcome, Dallin. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Great. So Glad to be here. Let's yeah. Go. So I, I know you're one of the younger athletes that might be in the field, but you're no um, newbie to CrossFit or to um, fitness. Mm-hmm. With your last three games appearances being in 2017, you took first in the 14-15 division. Yes, 2018 ma'am. and 19, you took first in the 16 and 17th division. Yeah, some and good s- years in the teenage division. <laughs> Seems yeah. like a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's felt like forever since I've been back to Madison to compete, and so much has changed since then. How did you first get into CrossFit? Uh, my parents started doing CrossFit out of our garage. They were at an affiliate, and then they couldn't make the time to drive over, so they got some equipment in the garage, and they wanted me to start working out to help with baseball, football, basketball, all of that. And I honestly thought it was silly. I could just go to my practice with the team, and I would excel there. And then I eventually saw the 2015 CrossFit Games, and there's a teenage division the first year. And I was hooked at the fact that you could compete in this. And I started the next day in the garage. (laughs) That's Murph. (laughs) So competition has always been sort of a thing for you, right? I mean, yeah, you played baseball and you did football and some of the other sports that normally you do. Was it when you saw the games, was it because you could sort of relate to it and say, like, I'm good at this, I could be really good at this? Or was it just, like, did you have the wherewithal at that point in time to know that you could be good at it? I had never done a CrossFit workout when I watched that first CrossFit Games. Um, uh-huh. I just thought it was really cool. Uh, I mean, I watched, then, like, the Froning documentary came out, like, right around then as well. And so my dad was having me watch that. And just, like, the whole idea of, uh like, it was just really cool. That's all I saw on TV. It was, it was cool, and I wanted to try it. And uh, I just, for some reason, was hooked with the idea of trying to win that and do well in the sport. So what was your first competition then? Did you have a competition before going to the games? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did a local competition. It would have been the fall, after fall following the 2016 Open. So, like, I did the Open, and then a local competition throughout 2016 and then 2017 is when I qualified. Were you, were you working out at an affiliate at that point? I mean, I know you said you started in the garage, but I think in so 2016 I, you pretty much kind of had to be somewhere to do it. Right. Yeah. So I started at Spanish Fort CrossFit like January, 2016. So I did like six months kind of in the garage with my dad and he was helping me. And then mm-hmm. I was, starting to take it a little more seriously. So I got some better coaching at an affiliate. Okay. 16.5. How did you like that? That was Ugh. the thruster burpee, right? Yes. <laughs> my, my favorite. My, one of my it was also 14.5. I very yes. vividly remember this. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
I would prefer not to do it again unless we have to. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> unless someone tells me to and I get points for it, then I'll, I'll right? avoid it. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, at what point did you realize, uh, you know what, I might be kind of good at this? Uh, so the 2016 Open, I took like 115th or something in the 14-15 division. I'd only really been doing CrossFit for, you could call it eight months, but at an affiliate with actual coaching for two months. And I progressed a ton in that short amount of time. Uh, I just kind of kept my head down and stuck with it. And then after the 2017 Open, I believe I was fifth. That's when it kind of clicked that I was like, oh, like you could be really good at this. Like instead of just qualifying for the games, like go for the podium or go to win that type of thing. So you go from doing sports like in high school where it's, you know, you have the team aspect and other peers with you. But I'm sure, you know, what was it like with a peer group or being in high school and not having maybe other peers that were doing CrossFit with you? Yeah. So I actually, let's see, after... Right before my freshman year, so it was after I had qualified for the games and won, uh, I stopped playing football and baseball. Um, and not everyone agreed with that decision, whether it was parents of people on my team, friends, any of that. I was pretty good at those other sports, and uh, like those were that was where all my friends were. And so I dedicated that time to CrossFit, and a lot of times that was hours in the gym by myself uh, after school, before school um and just chasing after a single goal was that a hard decision to like yeah it took leave like, your friends it took like two months and yeah essentially leaving my friends but also like not like i still saw them at school and stuff uh but i was just drawn to this idea of winning the crossfit games and that's yeah. what consumed my mind and that's all i wanted to do and i wouldn't change that for the world and that's what i was happy doing so yeah. Did things change socially for you when you made that decision? And the reason I ask is like when I was in high school, I did ballet and that mm -hmm. was, I didn't do it with my school friends. I did it with people outside and it, it really affected sort of my social life in yeah. school because I had friends, but we were never really that close because we didn't go to basketball practice together and we weren't, you know, spending time on the weekends because I was always doing that other thing. So I imagine it was similar for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, honestly, I got made fun of quite a bit because like mm -hmm. I'd pack my lunch and it was like vegetables and like healthy foods and being in middle school, high school, like everyone's picking on everyone because everyone's so insecure. And so it was like, oh, you're lifting weights. It's like, the attention, I didn't love attention. And so it was like, oh, why don't you do a push-up contest with Dallin Pepper? Mm. Like it's like that kind of thing. <laughs> it just drove me crazy. So I became pretty quiet. I was just kept to myself for the most part. And I still had those friends, but like I said, we weren't together after school every day at practice and we weren't doing the same thing. So there was less to relate upon. And honestly, I was just pretty focused individual. I was at school to get my schoolwork done so I could go home and train. So Kat and I are both uh, parents and we have um, sons that just graduated in 2021. And I know you just graduated in 2020. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So your year, your senior year was really affected by, by COVID. <laughs> um, so because, because high school was kind of, were you kind of relieved with that? That, hey, I can kind of be done with, with that school part and get my more training in? Or do you feel yeah, like... So I said, so my junior year... Um, I became a much more normal 
high school student. Like I found a really good group of friends I was able to do more with um, uh, and had a lot of fun. They all happened to be a year older than me though. So my junior year was kind of like my senior year, like all the fun stuff. I actually, I played baseball and football um, that year uh, just to do some different stuff. That was like my last year as a teen in the CrossFit games. Um, And so going into the senior year, like I wanted nothing to do with school. I was, I wasn't there much because I had done most of my credits anyway. So I got like work release so I could go train, that type of thing. And I left for Atlas Games the <laughs> whenever that was. And I got a text message. And, yeah, I never went back to school after that. So <laughs> I got I, I didn't mind at all. Like I just trained in my garage and had a key to an, the affiliate. So ending school three months early or whatever it was was not an issue for me. <laughs> Um, I'm curious, well, so shortly after graduation or not too much longer after graduation, you got married. I did, yes. So is your was your wife a high school sweetheart or did you guys meet outside of school? So she was actually in that friend group my junior year. <laughs> she so, was a senior, right? Yes, she was a senior. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she we became really good friends. Uh, she was definitely the most chill and that's kind of what uh, I was drawn to that, you could say. And yeah, so we were, we were good friends for a really long time before we started dating. I took her to her senior prom and then we started dating after that. So good. You got to, to go to a prom. That's exciting. Yes. I went, I went to, I went to lots of dances. Yeah. Okay. Good. I didn't miss many. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, did you have to, did you ask her parents like permission to I did, marry yes. her? You did all that Absolutely. traditional stuff. Was that mm-hmm. nerve wracking? Yes, for sure. Especially like, so her dad uh, lives in Evanston, Wyoming. They own a timber company. And a uh, rugged dude is going to take care of his daughters. And so that was always, that was a little nerve wracking. But did, we're, you we're, call, did you have to call him or did, were you in person? I went in person, asked? yeah. You went yeah. in person. Yes. My, uh, my husband, when he asked, um, my dad lived, did not live anywhere near us. So he had mm-hmm. to call him. And he called him like in the middle of the day and my dad like totally blew him off and didn't realize who he was when he called. It was kind of like, thought he was like a sales guy. Hey, this yeah. is Chris. You know, I wanted to talk to you. He's like, Oh, Chris, can I call you back? And it took him a while to realize who he was and what he was asking for. It yes. was a great, great experience for me. That's husband. awesome. Yeah. That's super funny. <laughs> it's a great story. So I always <laughs> like to ask if anyone else has a similar story and doing yes. that, but it sounds like it went okay for you. Yeah. I'm very close with all of her family. So it wasn't that big of an issue. That's so great. speaking of that, I saw that you guys do some hunting trips together. So yeah, I might be a little intimidated to ask somebody who likes likes to be in their camo and hunting gear. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy that stuff too. So it, yeah. it was fun. That's awesome. Um, so tell us about moving to Naples. How did that situation happen? Uh, so yeah, at first it's been awesome. That's <laughs> been a huge, huge role in what's happened this season. Uh, I want to say... Last year, quarterfinal open time, uh, I was just thinking, like, I just wanted a little bit more. Um, like, I saw some, just, I didn't know what I wanted. I knew it was more, and I wasn't sure what it was, and I actually texted Emma Carey, and I was like, if if we could move to Naples sometime, would you want to go down and be training partners? And she was like, I just got off the phone with Matt Torres, our coach, the day before that, um, asking the exact same thing. So I texted Matt that day. And we all were kind of thinking it, and it all happened in the same week. And we weren't going to move there until after this season. Uh, but 
things started working out in the way they needed to to get us down here as quickly as possible, and it was an opportunity we couldn't say no to. And so you're, you're training with Brute then, um, but you recently just went to Vermont. To, I did go to Vermont. Yes. To train I, with, no, no, go ahead, sorry. We gotta, we gotta break this down. So I, okay. I'm gonna ask lots of questions. <laughs> okay, here we go. Bring it on. So start from the beginning. How does Matt Torres come to you and say, hey, I got a call from O'Keefe and they need mm -hmm. some rabbits for, you know, Jason and Mal to chase. <laughs> like, does, does Matt Fraser like, slide in your dms and be like hey dallin come on up like i want to know how it works yeah so don't, don't leave any detail undone i want to hear I'll, I'll try not to there's lots okay. of different connections but my agent is cooper marsh who okay. is best friends with jake marconi they were yep. roommates for like six years uh he lived near sammy um they all know each other really well so there's that connection okay. uh Matt Torres and Matt Frazier have gotten to know each other pretty well coaching in the back, especially through semifinals this year. They were okay. at every competition together um, and they get along really well. Uh, we hung out with Matt in Knoxville quite a bit and basically got to know them. We all got along we, pretty well. Who's we? Who's we? Um, you, we? you and your wife, you and your training. Yeah, my wife, Brute, Lab, like Cooper, Matt, everyone that okay. was at the competition um, and basically Cooper, Matt Torres, Matt O'Keefe and Matt Frazier all talked at Granite Games and kind of planned that. So yeah, way too many mats involved, <laughs> confusing, even more confusing. But yeah, they talked at Granite Games uh, and we just set up a training camp just to run through some workouts with each other, get surrounded with like-minded individuals and learn from the best. Was that was it open to other folks that you train with, or was uh, it like just particularly you? Phil was unable to come. Uh, okay, but so he was yeah, invited. He was also, but yeah. Mm -hmm. To be honest, was Jake just tired of losing so bad to Matt all the time? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Jake Jake said he tapped out after semifinals. He'll he jumps in on occasionally, but he's he put the coaching hat on. Is what he told me. Mm -hmm. Had you ever um, encountered Mal at the games before, like as a teenager training or competing? Uh, Mal and I had like, we knew each other from the games and like connected through social media a little bit, but uh, I, I haven't like, spent any time with her. No, no. Mm -hmm. She's like a bro. Yeah, she's fun to hang out with. She's pretty yeah. quiet. Um, and so I feel like that's how a lot of people are. Like once they're in their own setting, they can relax a little bit. I'm the same way, uh, but she's mm -hmm. super fun to hang out with. I was going to say, she seems very understated, but I bet you she's really funny. Like, yes. you know, like yeah. has a really good sense of humor, but it's kind of dry and sort of like just under understated. Yeah. She'll throw comments out and it's just like, whoa, that was, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so great. How, what was it like uh, training with Matt, like under Fraser? Uh, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, you can tell how much thought he, like the thought and experience he has through all of his years of training um, and how he's applying it. And you can just see it in his face, like all the things that he's thinking about as we're doing workouts, that type of thing. The thought that goes into programming workouts and how people should approach them and technique used. And uh, it really makes you take that thought and take it into your own training um, all the time. Did you stay with him? Like, uh, we were at a hotel 
just like three minutes away. Yeah. Did Sammy cook for you guys? Oh yeah. Sammy hooked us up all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) It was incredible. That's awesome. Did your wife get to go or was it just you and yeah. Oh, nice. She, she also looks up to, we both look up to the relationships that Matt and Sammy have and the teamwork they have. And I wasn't going to let her miss out on that. So. So what do you do for nutrition? Uh, I count all my macros and Corinne, my wife, helps me a ton. I also work with M2. So I work with M2. You guys have heard of them. And then Corinne is also a nutrition coach. So between the two of them, Hmm. um, they just help me get all my food in. It's a full-time job eating. Seriously. How how many carbohydrates are you eating these days? I have to get at least 600 in every day. If I can get more, it's a win. (laughs) So sorry. Yeah, It's (laughs) It's hard, isn't it? It's hard at night. Yeah. Just like rice and cereal. <laughs> rice. Well, it's, it's hard because, yeah, because you can't be full. You know, you need to like mm-hmm. ingest it, but it not be, it's like the opposite of what like someone who's actually trying to be in a deficit is looking yes. to do. Yes. So I, I can understand that that's different. I would love to be on the other end of that. It would be fun <laughs> sometime. Occasionally, like every 10 days, it's like, oh no, I have to eat so much today. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, Scott, that's, that's where you get Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Scott, the Clydesdales, uh, his daughter's name is Corinne. There you go. Terrific name. Yeah. So do you coach as well? Uh, I've kind of stepped away from that now. Um, for a while I was like, I ran the kids and teens program at Spanish Fort CrossFit. And then I had started pepper programs while I was in high school and was selling like, uh, specific movement programs that were like static. So it's just like a PDF. And then I was also doing one-on-one coaching online, that type of thing. And since the move to Naples, I've kind of stepped away from that to put more emphasis into training, recovery, all that. You have had a ton of stress in your life in the last year. When you think about stress in in the terms of like, if someone were going to evaluate your life and say like the five biggest stressors you know, marriage, divorce, death in a family, moving, job change, you know, you've had like two of those things. How, how do you sort of manage the mental part of just dealing with all that? Cause it's a lot and you're not, you know, you seem very mature, but you're, you're a young person, you know, hasn't had that much experience, like dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, um, that's a great question. I think the, between my wife and I, like, we work well together and managing stress. And honestly, like I just am confident in what we're doing. And so I know everything will work out how it needs to. So it's just one day at a time. And like really during the season, I don't even consider some of those as stressors. It's just like, okay, what do I have to do to make the next training day as ideal as possible? Mm-hmm. Um, so some, most of the time that stuff doesn't even cross my mind. And my wife is amazing and takes care of the day-to-day stressors, all the little things. And so I don't have to, which is incredible. And I owe her the world. Talk a little bit, Dallin, about the difference, like what changes you made in your training um, from last year to this year. Because when we first met you in person at West Coast and we actually interviewed you and you were riding high um, (laughs) on the weekend, like it looked like you were probably going to qualify. And, you know, not knowing sort of what was in your wheelhouse and what was coming, you know, you were cautiously optimistic. We were a little more excited for you just because we didn't know what was, what yeah. was to come. 
Um, but I was disappointed and clearly you had to have been, you know, disappointed in, in the, you know, in just the outcome, not necessarily your performance. Um, what kind of changes did you need to make to, so that this following season just turned out, you know, obviously much better for you? Yeah, I think a couple of things. Uh, I mean, my mistakes at West coast came down to not knowing how to use a D ball, uh, that kept me out, but also I had a clear weakness in handstand pushups and running and I'll, continue to get better at that. And I mean, what we did was develop my aerobic base as well as my gymnastics pressing overhead. And we just were unrelentless in the way we approached that. And now that we've been in Naples for since January, uh, I would say the biggest change has been how intentional everything is, where we have coach Matt and coach Dom's eyes on us for every single session. Uh, we can make adjustments mid-workout if we need to. If we're not reaching the stimulus we need, we can change reps, change weight, whatever that may be. Um, and that just allows us to be more intentional. And then also my experience. Uh, I remember getting on the West Coast floor and everyone was so fast and everything was a blur. Whereas a teenager, it was almost like I could control how fast everyone else was moving. Mm -hmm. um, like I could see the floor in a way that allowed me to make the decisions I needed to as it was happening at West Coast. I had no ability to do that. And now that I've gotten more experience from Wadapalooza and the last semifinals, I'm a lot more confident within myself on the floor. Yeah. It's almost like going from, you know, high school to college, right. In a sport, exactly. you know, you're like the best one on the floor and then you go and you're like, Oh, I'm just regular. <laughs> and yes. Everyone else is really slow. Good in fact. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seemed to have worked for you though, since you uh, took home second from Mac this year. Yeah. Things, awesome. things were going well. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you, though, what do you do like to to decompress? I think I saw that uh, you are a big fan of The Office. The Office, I believe we've been through the whole thing twice since we've been here. So <laughs> I actually just turned it off when I walked in here. <laughs> I, mean, I sit on the, all the time. Yeah, I sit on the floor stretching. Uh, when I'm home from the gym, it's just constantly playing. Like it's one of those things that you can just have kind of rolling. It's like if you're making food, eating food, uh, doing some work, whatever it might be, like you can just have it going. So might as well just let it keep rolling. Who's your Who's your least favorite character on The Office? Oh, least favorite. I haven't been asked that one. Uh, or, or let's do the Mary, Mary Shag Kill. <laughs> you know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably kill Angela. And she, she, I mean, she, she's important. She's important. Um, she's a wacko. But yeah, I could live without her. Or Kelly. <laughs> Kelly's, she's really funny. But no. Uh, and then it really comes down to Kevin and Michael are my two favorites. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin comes out on top. His one-liners are incredible. So. I don't know. I, I might have to get rid of Dwight. Dwight's annoying. But uh, it wouldn't be but the so same. Necessary, right? So yeah, necessary, right? Yeah, he has to be but, there, yeah. But annoying. Yes. <laughs> what about Toby? Come on. Toby. See, the, the, <laughs> Toby. That's, that's some of the best lines and the best scenes come from the fact that Toby sucks. So I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a comment here. It says, what's up, guys? How does it feel to now be competing side by side against guys you started watching in the early days? That's a weird feeling. Um, 
at Wadapalooza, lining up next to Vellner over and over again. It's like, what is happening? Because he he started competing individual before I even made it as a teenager. Um, and so that's that's been one of those times. And then like competing with Cole and Noah the last two years at semifinals, Cole also at Wadapalooza. Uh, it's really cool, but I I also know I, I belong out there with them. So I they're incredible people, but I don't get like, all fanboy type stuff. Sure. Like they're they're incredible, but I belong out there too. You have to you have to tell Vellner if you see him at the well, you'll see him at the games, like behind the scenes, and just give him one of those like, man, I used to watch you compete when I was ten, you know, or something <laughs> to make him feel like really really old. He would appreciate I, it. I think. I asked him uh, before <laughs> one of the events at Waterpalooza. I was like, "Aren't you too old for this? Like, did you age <laughs> out? Something like." He he was giving me a hard time too. He actually said. We missed out in there on that final heat on the first day because I wasn't uh-huh. in the final heat to start the competition. So he was giving me a hard time. I had to give him a hard time. Sonny, he's a he's a good dude to do that with. Yeah, I love hearing about the banter that happens back there. Yeah. Um, tell me, what kind of mindset work do you do? Like that that nervous feeling of when you're loading up in the corrals, you know, the anticipation right before your heat's about to go. Is there any kind of mindset or mantras that you're going through in order to get focused for that event? Uh, my dad's always told me since I was like five years old before like T-ball games and stuff, if you're not nervous, you're not ready. Um, so I just kind of embrace that feeling. It's not a good feeling. It's standing in the crowds is probably the worst thing ever. Um, <laughs> but if you can learn to embrace it and use it to your advantage, uh, it can, it can be powerful. So. Yeah, it's got to be nerve wracking. Um, speaking about training now, and I know Scott's got a question about the banter between James, Phil, and Emma when you guys are training. <laughs> um, but how often are you guys going like head to head? Because we we hear all the time about these, you know, training camps, and there's some criticism about maybe you guys could be overtraining, or you know, you can't like be going at it all the time head to head. You're gonna kill yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that balance look like for you guys? I haven't done the same workout as them since quarterfinals. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So, if that kind of answers, if that, <laughs> that answers the question, that does. That's um, a healthy approach to, yeah, to training too, because I'm I've, sure you all have your things that you're working on. Yeah, we've done similar-ish workouts, and uh, like Phil did a couple of James's semifinal workouts because mm-hmm. Phil was week three, James was week one, just to get some numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're not often competing with anyone but ourselves. It's more just the energy in the room and the atmosphere that we use to our advantage. Did you guys didn't have anyone uh, in last chance? Did you? James was. Oh, that's right. Did you mm-hmm. guys like test with him or like work out with him to sort of have him chase you? Um, well, we actually had Fee come down here also. Okay. Okay. Matt's coaching Fee. Uh, so Phil and I, or and Emma, we didn't do any of the workouts. I had just gotten back from Vermont too, mm-hmm. um, but Fee and Emma, or Fee and James, sorry, they did the workout side by side, or like staggered it in a way that was like, you go, I go, yeah, so that they could see what they needed to, and in like a strength way, like James could let Fee know things on this and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Did you um, get any really good nuggets from uh, the weekend in Vermont? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> yeah, good, good. And you don't have to tell us what they are, but I imagine yeah. they were they were very specific in terms of like when you're doing this movement, make sure you're doing it this way, or when you're yeah. transitioning from this to this, make sure that 
this is a better way to do it or a more efficient way to do it, which has to, which really is huge in, in competition mm -hmm. when you think about it. You know, it's not just how efficient are you in the movement, but how can you get from one to the other and, yes. and rest, recover, plan, and, and do all those things to, to make it go by a little faster. Yeah, it, it comes down to like efficiency and how you do movements, how you transition. And that's what's going to win the CrossFit Games in the end because every, every dude there is incredibly fit. Yeah. Well, yeah, all those little things add up and can be big. Yes. So you said sure. one of the things you had started to work on was handstand um, push-ups or that, that was mm -hmm. sort of a weakness. Um, have you been practicing the freestanding handstand push-ups then? I have, yeah. Since, since they came out, we do them pretty consistently. Um, I wouldn't say it's my best skill, but I can... I can definitely do them now. So, have you been practicing L-sit rope climbs? Uh, not specifically, but we'll do that as like accessory. So, you heard it here first. I think it's coming. You think it's coming? You, All right. Well, you have to remember, Adrian Bosman used to be in the circus. That is true, and he is head programmer now. He's head so. programmer. He has tremendous pulling strength, um, and I just. I'm afraid for you all <laughs> that it's going to happen. As long as he does the workout side by side with us, then we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see, you know, there's probably going to be something that, you know, maybe we haven't seen before. I'm sure he's going to want to, you know, make his mark, if you will, yeah, um, in the programming. And I'm just so curious to see what it is. And so thankful that it's not something that I'm going to have to do. We get, we get to watch you guys do it. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably do more shuttle rounds, right? I would imagine. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I'm feeling like that is uh, Jeff Adler. We talked to him recently and he said, it seems like every year there's some kind of theme and he was like, or a storyline. And I feel like shuttle runs is the storyline this year. Yeah, the year Technically, of the shuttle runs. Technically, supposed to be in every stage, but we did box jump overs in the open instead yeah. of the shuttle runs. Oh, that's and right. That would have hit every stage. So, yeah. uh, What's interesting is I think the shuttle runs were Dave's idea. Yes, that's the other thing. So you'd think they'd want to probably maybe get rid of those if – you know, if they're trying to sort of reinvent what they're doing. Although I don't know that they're trying to reinvent it. It doesn't need to be reinvented, right? I mean. From what I understand, like, even when Dave was there, there was a team of people programming and 90% sure. of the team is still there. So, yeah, I'm I, don't excited. Th I don't think it'll be too different. So what does training look like now? Um, we're, what, 29 days away? 28, like that. I believe. 28. When are you heading up to uh, Wisconsin? Uh, I leave July 28th, so that's the Thursday before, six days before it starts. Um, okay, check-ins on Sunday, there. right? Yeah, train a little bit that weekend, just get in, relax, be at the Airbnb, settle in. Are you, do you have a big group that you're staying with? It'll be uh, me and my wife, Matt, uh, Coach Dom and his wife, and then Micah Shoemaker, who's been doing a lot of the mm -hmm. Brute Media, Brute Podcast. Mm -hmm. Yep. We'll I got to I got to interview Ashley Shoemaker, his wife, because she qualified to semis. Yes. Mm. Great people. Yeah. It'll be fun. Keep things light at night when I need to chill out a little bit. So. Have you been on his podcast yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me and Micah are tight. We're tight. <laughs> <laughs> so keeping it light question. Um, did you and Karen get to go on honeymoon? Yes, we went up to park city it was like an hour from where we lived just for a couple nights and then it was back to training because semis were coming up so 
So do you have any like bucket list travel places that you guys want to go when it's not right in competition season? And uh, I don't know. We're kind of open to wherever life takes us. Like if there's opportunities to go hit a competition and then stay for a week or um, I don't know. You see, you see people in the CrossFit space traveling all over to cool places for different opportunities. And I think we're open to any of those. But definitely go to Europe sometime, right? That's pretty yeah, easy that's answer, cool. but how about Dubai? Austin, Miami? <laughs> I, I do I do want to compete in Dubai at least once. Yeah. And Iceland. I think Iceland would be a really good cool mm. place. Mm-hmm. You've never been there, right? Nope. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be very cool. Do you guys have plans for after the games? Like to just We are gonna go back to Utah for a month, actually. Just... Okay see family so will any of your family come to uh wisconsin yeah my whole family will be there um corinne's dad will be there uh and then like some of my extended family and friends do you have brothers and sisters down i have two younger brothers two younger sisters oh so you're the oldest okay Mm -hmm. anyone else following in your crossfit footsteps you know my sister has been putting in some serious work so you better watch out in a year or two Hopefully. She's how old? She's 13 right now. Nice. Yes. That's cool. So, and do your parents we'll still CrossFit? Yeah, they're both level ones. I think oh, nice. my mom's going to work on her level two. They coach. And so they're heavily involved at the gym. Do they do any like master's competitions? No, no, <laughs> that's not their thing. They, they work out. So my mom doesn't go crazy and my dad likes to lift weights. So. He, he calls, he thinks running with a weight vest is easier because it's like lifting weights, not running. That's what he tells himself <laughs> in his head. And he can go slower. Yeah. So. so what kind, are you a fan of any other sports? Like, are you a big football fan that you like to watch or, or what? Uh, I love, I'll watch any sport really. Um, baseball has my heart for sure. Um, but I love football and basketball as well. What position did you play down? I was a catcher. Okay. I'm a, I'm a pitcher's mom. There you go. I love baseball. Pitchers couldn't do it without the catchers. Just saying. This is true. This is true. <laughs> we, we love all of my son's catchers. They're great. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Do you ski or snowboard? I snowboard. Uh, half my family skis, half of us snowboard. So. Did you start snowboarding at a younger age? Yeah, we were, me and my brother were like seven and five, six and five. Okay. So, Did you ski yeah. first or no? Did you just... I went straight, we went straight to snowboarding and then he switched to skiing. Yeah. So I skied my whole life. And then as an, as a young adult, I tried to snowboard and I was in tears. The first, <laughs> you know, my first outing, I had bruised knees and a bruised ass. And I was so tired of catching edges and falling. Out. Yeah, all like, over. I'm out. I can't do it. I'm like too big for this. I can't. It was snowboarding really is sad a lot less forgiving from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> well, and I ski on the East coast, which is like the Pocono mountains, which is complete yeah. ice. It's a sheet of ice. Like there's no powder or anything. So those edges are just like waiting for you. You got to go to Utah. Greatest mm-hmm. snow on earth. I would love to try it again. I, I I'm a pretty good surfer. So I think I could figure it out, yeah, but you could handle I just it. didn't have any patience for it at all. I was such a wuss. <laughs> Pat, why don't you tell Dallin the other sport you've been starting to dabble in now? Oh. As the master. Yeah, so um, I heard you were with my girl, Danielle Brandon. 
last yes. week training. Yeah. Um, I've taken up pole vaulting. Oh, sick. I'm very intrigued because we've been inter- we've been interviewing lots of athletes and I would say like three or four of them lately. It's just been a common theme like, oh, I pole vaulted. Oh, I pole vaulted. I'm like, I want to learn how to do that. So you so started. I start. I, why not? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've taken two lessons at a jumping club, like an indoor from a from like a, an Olympic, you know, oh. pole vaulting coach or whatever. Legit. Um, yeah, first first time, you know, got right into the pit, was doing my thing. Second time, oh, and after the first time, my shoulder was really sore. After, like, I didn't warm up my shoulders very uh, well. I wasn't really thinking that. I was thinking, like, oh, this is a running thing. So the next time I went, I spent a lot of time warming up my shoulders. And it was funny because I asked the coach, I said, do you guys have, like, a PVC pipe or something mm-hmm. I can use? And he's <laughs> like, um, we have poles all over the place. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. That okay. would work. That'll so do. I'm like – priming my shoulders I'm doing like you know crossover symmetry and all this stuff for my shoulders and uh you know do a couple spiders I run on the uh true form I pull both of my hamstrings in like the first like three runs (laughs) my shoulders felt great yeah your shoulders were ready to go did not warm up at all so two weeks two weeks of like and I'm a CrossFit coach so like I literally couldn't walk for a couple days it was bad um, Are they better now? Feeling they're much better, better now. And okay. I, oh, and I also pulled like an adductor for some some reason. I don't know because I was all out of whack. So <laughs> so keep doing your stretching, Dallin, because it's yeah. important yes. to become a master's. <laughs> don't don't Day don't mobile. get to fifty and try to <laughs> try something new. But I am going back in a couple of weeks, and the guy told me that like I could actually compete as a master in a in pole vaulting because I'm not. You good. should. I'm gonna yeah, be fun. I'm gonna have to try it now at some point. Yeah. It's so fun. If you can run and you have like explosiveness, which like we as CrossFitters, that's yeah. all we do, right? That like hip to hip to extremity explosiveness. It's all you need. Absolutely. All right. Um, Travis has another question. Yeah. The games contract up in Madison after this year. Do you have a preferred location you'd like to see the games next year? Um, you know, if I was still in Utah, I would definitely say Colorado, which is, that's a possibility with HQ and everything. Um, That would kind of be a pain now. We'd have to like go to Utah or Colorado for like a month to acclimate. Get used to it all. Um, Honestly, I don't really care where it's at. Um, Just kind of showing up to compete. That's a super boring answer. I know, but uh, how would you, how would you feel about another ruck run in Vegas? Uh, as long as it's not back and forth in a parking lot, it'll be better than last time. <laughs> There's some ce- some scenery, maybe. <laughs> yeah, just like, and you get like that false corner where it's like zigzag back and forth, and you thought you were at the last one, but you actually and had you two full down and backs before you could turn back in. That was not a great feeling. Yeah, I don't know how you guys did that. That was a literal. Uh, I'd never been to Vegas, but that was like a literal oven. Like if you told, like that's what it would feel like to walk into. A, a life-size Hansel and Gretel oven. Yeah, sure. It was it was warm even that early in the morning, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite mountain in Utah? Uh, probably Nebo, just because I see it outside of Nebo CrossFit. It's like straight out mm-hmm. the garage. So that's now. Is that to hike or ski or both? Um, that one I've actually never hiked or anything. It's just the one I see from like my parents' house and from the gym. Scenic um, view. Got it. Yeah, Timp would probably be a good one. Hiking, snowboarding. Are you near like, were you, oh no. Oh gosh, I'm getting my states wrong. I was just going to say, are you near a basin? But that's in Colorado. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> wrong state. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> when oh, you're from the East Coast, it's all it's like all the same. Anyway, just mountains. It's like California, Chicago, and then East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Colorado oh. would wreck athletes. Yes, it would. Colorado. Yeah, the elevation in Colorado would be a little crazy. Did you notice elevation in uh, in Vegas last year? Uh, well, I was in Utah still, so. So it didn't didn't really affect. Did you hear it affecting other athletes? Uh, what affected people the most, I think, was the dry heat. Like even the snatch ladder, everyone had Fran long, and mm. it was just a snatch ladder, and it was mm -hmm. super weird. Um, but everyone was feeling that after event one, which was odd, just super dry. Yeah, how's your um, swimming training going down? I like swimming. You do? Okay. Yeah. Do you incorporate it all year round or just like mm -hmm. right before? Okay. Yeah, I swim. I've for a while I was actually swimming twice a week for like a year and a half. Uh, Brute has a swim coach, Coach Nemo. Um, oh. <laughs> I love Nemo. it. Uh, yeah, it's, I I don't know how to say his real name. I think it's like Nemanha or something. He's somewhere from Europe. He lives in Canada. Um, he's he's been awesome. He's helped my swimming a ton. We focus. We I've like I know how to pace in swimming now, which I think is huge. It's like running splits i know my swim splits and just that knowledge has helped me a lot mm -hmm. do you prefer open water or pool open water Ooh, interesting yeah i think okay. it can affect other people more that have a deficiency in swimming so there you go yeah. okay. the pool is a safe the pool is a safe space yeah <laughs> well, and, and you have and you have lanes yeah yeah exactly no one's gonna zigzag which have you takes ever way more time that, have you ever encountered that where somebody swims over you or like, like, have you ever done like a mass start? Um, just yeah. at the at the games, but we were teens. It's we did like a mass start and like a five hundred, but it was all eighty of us. I think it was both okay. divisions when there was twenty of each. Um, and and it, there was people teams are, pulling. Teams are less and stuff, aggressive. Yeah, definitely less aggressive, but they're still pulling, pulling, <laughs> swimming over the top of people. But I'm that doesn't scare me too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, as it's, Scott says, you're big enough to swim over people, so. Yeah, I just have to look at people, you know, all these little <laughs> CrossFitters. <laughs> does um does your wife or, or you, are you guys on TikTok at all? Uh, like she, posting or like scroll, scroll TikTok? Well, scroll I mean, TikTok. yeah, t you tell me. I don't know. I, we, we, like a, we like a good funny video every once in a while, yeah. I think so. it would be cool to do for her to like – produce a like a glow up video for you like the ones where you know they talk about like when you were 10 versus when you're now oh yes, yes. that would be a very stark comparison yeah, just contrast send back to all those high schoolers that were teasing you like look at look at this right yeah it's a little different now huh yeah so let's, <laughs> let's have a push-up contest now <laughs> in fact do freestanding handstand push-up contest yeah, exactly. right. they always right. call it the, the upside down push-up my favorite <laughs> yeah upside <laughs> down do you think wall walks are going to come back this year? Mm, it wouldn't surprise me if they did, but I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. They weren't that fun. I think logistically, too, with all the sweating and humidity and mm. stuff, it wasn't like to, that was so gross to me to watch you guys like heat I, I after think... heat, like your face and someone else's sweat from the yeah. heat before. It was. I want to say like the AC was out or something on that yeah, Wednesday, I, right? It was the first night and they hadn't like, it, or it was on, it just hadn't like gotten up to speed yet. Yeah. 
because everyone talked about that being like the hottest event, so hot. the sweatiest yeah. event ever. But. Well, and this is what I'm curious about too, because since you've been to um, Wisconsin for a couple of years, I mean, in 2000, it's so unpredictable. In 2017, it was cold. <laughs> it's freezing. Right. right. Yeah. And like, it was like hailing one day. Right. And then last year was the hottest day of the year. I mean, it's it's just so unpredictable. It's hard to know how to gauge that. It's weird. Yeah. Keeps things so, interesting. Yeah. What um, goes in your suitcase when you when you pack for Madison? Like like all six of my suitcases. Well, yeah, right. Like, are you you're yeah. paying extra for bags, right? Like you're absolutely. Yeah, you're I mean, like overweight and all this other stuff. Even with semifinals, we checked like five bags or something. I have a, I have like my basket of all of my mobility and recovery tools that gets its own suitcase. Mm -hmm. um, especially for the games, all sorts of different shoes, um, mm -hmm. for all the different types of events we could see. Then like the normal clothes and supplements, that type of thing. Um, there's like a bag for different sleeping, like blackout curtains, noise machines, all that stuff for sleeping. Um, Did Matt yeah, tell you how to hook yourself up with a mattress when you get there? <laughs> or, or what? That's a great story. Just get <laughs> sent the performance sleep. I actually have the performance sleep. It's a great mattress. <laughs> how you should make a call and see if they can't get it to your hotel. That would um, be great. I know, yeah. But don't you need two more suitcases just to bring back all the swag that you're going to get? I know. I'm. You have to bring a lot for the games. There's all sorts yeah. of stuff that you get. So. That's pretty cool, though. Um, tell us the difference between Reebok and Noble in terms of Reebok being a title sponsor versus Noble being a title sponsor. You're not sponsored by either, right? No. Okay, so no. speak freely. Um, well, I guess... Oh wait, no, you didn't. You didn't have the noble experience, right? You haven't no, had that yet. I, I haven't been. No, nope. sorry, I didn't do yeah. my homework. Are you excited for the noble experience? Yeah, I mean, I'll be wearing Innovates, okay. a better shoe anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think they did a good job with like the experience of the athletes and that type of thing, and um, they had like a cool locker room feel. I think last year mm -hmm. where they had some. Mm -hmm good content um i i personally liked the bright colors of uniforms um i thought that yeah. was fun yeah um, they were understated last yeah. year. yeah i mean they looked clean but uh mm -hmm. it was blacks and grays so yeah it's kind of muted yeah would down would you consider wearing a pair of reeboks in a workout that is like completely in your wheelhouse i would not you would not okay no. is that because of a signed contract or just decline to answer okay uh, got I, I love no i love innovates but yeah okay. vindicate's I mean, got it down the g300 is a my man of, you're a man of integrity i mean 12 yeah. grand is 12 grand so <laughs> yeah no i'll stick with the 300s <laughs> so if what? it's not a day of training and um you know, it's a day off a rest day besides watching the office. We know that's always on. How else do you decompress or like, what do you like to do outside of a, a gym day? Um, I mean, rest days are still just as important. Um, spending sleeping, eating and stretching for the most part, uh, Karina and I will go to the pool or we usually try and go get some good food. That's what our date nights are usually revolve around food. So I can keep getting calories in, um, other than the office, we like Marvel movies. Uh, we just watched all the Harry Potters. 
in season rest days i don't do anything <laughs> just kind of getting ready for the next training day relaxing and not using any energy did you guys see the new top gun movie yes incredible <gasps> what's Very good. So good, good right have had you seen the original you're gonna hate me but no no it's okay that's all right so my we took my family <laughs> I know, to watch I know. It on a sunday night and then on monday night we followed it up with another family night of on the couch you know through amazon prime i think and we watched the original you, you just yes. take some time to watch it that's all that's i know all I, need, I need to i need to but it was when, really good. when corinne found out i hadn't watched it she almost killed me too so oh okay so yeah. she's seen it yeah yeah corinne that's your homework another date night i didn't do anything all i did was work out as a teenager well, next time it will just, I'll just need to speak to your parents about that. Cause it's really, it's not your fault. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, does your wife CrossFit? Uh, just to be healthy and have fun. She jumps in on some of my training, scales it so that we're finishing about the same time to give me a little push. She'll brag that she beat me by two seconds last Wednesday. It's whatever. <laughs> hey, I would brag about that too, for sure. <laughs> no, we have fun. She she's a good push in the gym on different things, and yeah, it's fun. Mm -hmm. So, do you guys ever have like a game night, or do you like to play games, card games? That's a great question. I forgot about we we play quite a bit of games. Uh, James loves card games, so mm -hmm. James is always over here. We have Emma. Um, we'll play some cards at least once a week. Yeah. Who's, what games are you playing, and who's winning? Most of the time. Uh, right now, we're playing a lot of Nerds. Nerds? What is that? Oh, man. This will be. This is hard to explain. Basically, you're like... It's super Card, sporadic. Is it cards? Yeah, it's cards. Everyone has a deck of cards. Um, Everyone has basically, their own deck? Yeah, and you're all playing all at the same okay. time. There's no turns or anything. So okay. everything's building in the middle, and you're trying to get rid of your Nerds pile. The first one to get rid of the pile of Nerds. Mm. It's like... Phase 10, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I know what Similar. you're saying. Similar. Okay, yes. Um, See, I don't know what that is either. Is there a lot of trash talking during this? Yes, <laughs> and usually no one can stay seated in a chair. It's always standing. <laughs> oh, I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> Emma is my favorite to play card games with because she's in, she's so competitive, and it's it's awesome. That's a great That's way to solid. explain it. Aggressive solitaire. All right, I guess Scott knows how to play it. We'll have to talk about it in our next roundtable because I want to learn – yeah, it's we fun. Play, That's... We, we play uh, rummy tiles at my house. Oh, yeah, rummy cube. So That's fun. what... Uh... Like, I love rearranging. Like, I have a grand scheme of, like, okay, I need this one tile, and I will... It'll... I'll do, like, 50 moves. Yeah. To get and to... I'll get to, like, 49, and I'll realize I can't do it, and then I have to put it all back. Oh, man. <laughs> I annoy everyone, but usually it works out. Usually. As long as it usually works know. out, then yeah, good. most of the time. Um, so what events or what, what are you hoping to see at the games this year? Um, I'm excited for whatever swim test we have. Um, I'm excited to test my handstand pushups. We didn't really get to do that at semis. Um, I'm excited for the events that we can only do at the CrossFit games, like whatever they have planned with, the course that goes to downtown Madison and then a place for equipment, whatever mm -hmm. that means. Um, there's not really anywhere else you can do that. So I'm excited for that test. Um, and then I like sprinty workouts, barbell, bike, power output, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Did you get any FOMO from a workout last year? 
that you were like, oh, I would have mm, loved. I really liked the Snatch Echo Bike one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it fun. I did it. Um, yeah. It's not super fun. Uh, the Pig Flip one was cool. The Husafel bag. Um, the swim kayak. Just the long swim was I would have liked to have done that. Yeah. Do you have um if, if they were gonna they're probably gonna do a max uh, max lift? Do you have a preference? Snatch, which okay. they did last year. So. Yeah. Well, never know. <laughs> I could see a snatch ladder, like a speed ladder, this year. It's been a while since they've done that. Yeah, yeah. That you're right. They haven't had a ladder in the Coliseum. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Nerds is much better than Phase Ten by far. <laughs> I agree. Y'all, y'all are talking in a completely foreign language, so I don't even know what <laughs> that means. Everyone knows. But... Everyone knows. <laughs> I am not cool. I got to figure that one out. I wonder if my kids know. Do you play Wordle? Yeah, we just started like in Vermont or the okay. week before. Yeah. So like you you solve it and then group back your results and everybody. Yep. Okay. Did you do today's word? I haven't done today's. I I pulled open my iPad to get on this and Wordle was open. I was like, I need to do that. <gasps> so today's is really nerve wracking. I might have to follow up with you later on on today's. It's annoying. All right, I'll have to. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. Post on Instagram yeah. or something. Yeah. I want to know how you did. So, Dallin, I'm just curious. Do you have any desires to, at some point later on down the line, like do any continuing education or, you know, explore higher education, any of that? I'm in school right now. Just oh, you are? Time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I I did. A, I almost finished two years in high school, so I'm pretty far ahead. Okay. So I can, I'm just taking part-time some of the easier credits sure. um, just to get them out during training, that type of thing. And then I'll save some of the harder classes for when that comes, if that comes. Sure. You're going for a business degree, right? Mm-hmm. Is that, Economics. We talked about that before. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. No, 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 like, no, not, not here. here okay. I just <laughs> yeah, thought, or maybe I heard it somewhere else, but I remember you saying, cause you were doing your programming business and like mm-hmm. all those sort of side hustles that, you know, yeah. obviously at some point will culminate into something that's yours. Yep. Yeah. A la Mayhem Empire, but Something like with, that. with the cool, pepper right? name. Yeah. 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 Sign yeah, what, me up. What they do is really cool. So many businesses under one umbrella. It's crazy. Impressive. Very, very much so. Yeah. All um, right. Well, I, f- I feel like we're getting down to the wire here. It's almost here. been an yeah. hour. It went by really fast. I know. We're having a good time. We are. And now we're, we're going to Google nerds later just to get the rules. Yes. I'm going to learn how to play that. You're going to do your Wordle and let me know how you do. Absolutely. You'll probably beat me. But do you have, what's your go-to start word? Oh. Uh, earth. Ooh. Shut up. That's mine. Yeah. That is my word. It's, well, uh, I was partially honest there. It's either earth or penis. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate you being honest. I've used that yeah. one for a long time. Now I do a do. A do. Oh, yeah. That's what everybody That's a does. great one. Yeah, all, all of that. I never even heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> See, and it could have been a word. How many times have you guessed a word that's you didn't even know was a word that ends up being the word? See, it gets I, to the I point where there's, when there's double letters and I don't know, it throws me off. So I'm like doing every single letter and just hope something happens. Mm-hmm. I find myself pronouncing out loud. Like, let's say it's <laughs> like a, a vowel, like a blend of like I-V-E at the end. And I'm like, Clive, drive, drive. And then it'll be something yes. else 
with those letters, but it doesn't sound like that. It's like mm-hmm. Drive. And I'm like, ah, yes. I wasn't thinking Drive. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's a different sound. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't sounding it out that way. <laughs> so Dallin, before we close, I heard I heard you throw this out to the universe that your goal is to be top 10 or higher. Absolutely. All right. I just wanted to throw it back out on the universe. Yeah. I'm here. Goals top 10. Any spot above that is just a bonus. So do you listen to the analysts? Yeah, like, are you- I enjoy it. I'm a fan of CrossFit, so I enjoy that. Yeah. So we'll be watching the Brian Friend, you know, top 10 power ranking or whatever and see mm-hmm. see what happens. And hopefully it'll either be right where you want it to be or it'll be motivation for yeah, you absolutely. to, like, prove them wrong. Right? Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, Brian's a good dude. He, yeah, no, his his rankings are fun. Um, yeah. Radio. Radio is a great word. That's, that's three vowels. Mm-hmm. It is. I do earth and then I do sound. Just knock everything out right there. Yeah, I, tr- I try to. But then, you know, I'm never getting it into because I'm always like burning letters. But yeah. at least it's thorough. All right. So I don't think I can get it into it. anyways. I don't think I ever have. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Dallin. Well, thank you so much for jumping on here with us today. Good luck with the, the rest of your training. And uh, I hope we uh, get to see you in Madison. We're still waiting for our uh, press passes, but yes, fingers crossed. Yes. We'll see you with an air wave sticking out of your jaw. Always. Sweaty <laughs> and, and, and breathing hard. And we'll can't talk quite right. Halfway because the air wave halfway because it can't breathe. And we appreciate that. you giving your time always. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you. Thank you guys. We'll see ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale fitness and friends podcast. Remember, You can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use, and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.